0: Welcome back to the second episode of The Sideline Synopsis, a podcast that will bring you sports news, updates, and opinions you didn't ask for. Uh, as always, you've got your two co-hosts here, myself, Tommy, and Paul.
1: What's poppin'?
0: And due to the kind of mundane mid-season grind of the basketball world, uh, we're going to be covering football heavily today, as well as bringing you a new segment that we're actually really excited about, but uh, we'll probably hit that closer to the end of the podcast. Um, I think... One of the biggest uh, and exciting news stories that's that's kind of out right now um, that hits into the college football world has to be the um, revival kind of, of NCAA football, or now as it's going to be called, EA College Football, since there's no more um, NCAA affiliation. But what, uh, how do you feel about this, Paul?
1: EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> um, and- it's going to be cool. I mean... I feel like we've been missing, like, college games for a really long time, and especially people of, like, our age, because I think we grew up in the glory years of, we were kids when we were playing these games, and so, starting a franchise player, like, uh, you're the superstar of your school that you go to, and um, going through that career, like, so nostalgic. And so, like, to hear that it's actually coming back is so good. To hear that it's coming back from EA, is,
0: Yeah. Kind of uh, worrisome. But... Yeah, I know, I know.
1: Because, like, Madden is so terrible. <laughs> like, And yeah. I buy Madden every year. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. I really do. And I enjoy Madden when I play Madden. But Madden is so bad. And they've gone from, like, an in-depth what college games are, like, to the core. They're not, like, ultimate teams, you know? Yeah. And so to its core, I think they're going to have to fundamentally change. But we talked about this a long time ago. uh, The people who met EA talked about, like, how they're revamping their franchise mode and how they're wanting to start a new process for it and, like, putting actual emphasis on it. Because they know it's bad, which gives me hope that like, hey, they know that they have one shot at this.
0: Yeah, we might we might we might see a, a turnaround. I don't, I don't know. Mat Madden to me is probably stuck in Ultimate Team. It probably and, and for them to for them to kind of one eighty that direction, it seems that just all everything is towards Ultimate Team right now and you just you just don't see any real uh, doctoring our love towards the uh franchise mode so i don't know they they, from my understanding there was a separate studio always working on the ncaa football games and they did a lot more um kind of experimental things in the ncaa games that sometimes found its way into the madden titles but for the most part the college games were kind of like their testing ground approving ground for um new features and stuff so i could it would be cool to see um that that kind of mentality make its way back into new ea college football games and i just, man hopefully it's just good I, i'd like to see a new engine personally like just completely rework from the ground up especially since this is going to be on next gen it's going to launch on next gen uh, yeah it'd be, it would be cool to see that one of the one of the biggest things here um that's happened with these games is they've, they've kind of dropped the ncaa affiliation um and what this means for the players is it looks like they're not going to have any real um like this is like you're not going to see uh, you're not seeing trevor lawrence yeah no you're right, not at you're least, not seeing these for
1: now right you're, you're seeing a bunch of animated like characters with numbers and random generated names play in school brands, their traditions, and stuff like that um, via the, what What was it, CLC? Yes, we will have the, it's a collegiate licensing
0: company, and that basically lets them have uh, EA, it'll let them have access to, like, schools, stadiums, traditions, so, like, songs, and, like, you're, you're literally gonna get everything in these games except for real players, which I, I don't really think is too big of a deal, especially for, like, a revival um, of a series. It's probably the smart thing to do so they can avoid any, at least for right now, they can avoid any type of lawsuit, legal trouble that they found themselves in at the tail end of the NCAA series.
1: Yeah. I think a big part of this, though, is that right. that's right now. Like, the game's not coming out until, what, next year?
0: Uh, at the earliest, yeah, I'm going to assume, not assume, they, they have, they said there's going to be no game this year, so we're to assume the earliest would probably be middle of the year next year.
1: And the NCAA is like going through the growing pains right now of like the playing players for like their likeness and their image and all of that, and that's going through core and by the time that's there, I imagine we'll start being, we'll see players on yeah. Um. Like the cover, we're going to start seeing probably players in the game. It'll be very interesting to see what they do because they might not even go that route. Because, like, how are you supposed to pay, for example, I don't know, someone from Iowa State, you know, uh, the same amount as you're paying Justin Fields. You know what I mean? Or well, they could do the very generous, like, Here's a lump sum to your school. But you also have to take into consideration that if they're using kids, and so like you have people like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and um, the top tier recruits, like they're going to be pulling people in more than the quarterback for Iowa State, you know what I mean? And so does that become an issue that players and people bring up later saying, hey, I should be getting more money from this because I pull more people to said game. Okay. See, and I think that's something that they would really run into egos. From what I
0: understand, and I could be wrong here, but I believe the way that Madden works and with the NFL is everybody's paid the same. Nobody, there's no like, like, uh, Joe Burrow isn't going to be paid any differently than Patrick Mahomes is being paid right now for his. Um, name image image, and likeness inside of madden so i would assume they're probably going to do some like similar flat rate thing situation with um ncaa players if you know all this stuff gets passed and the ncaa lets them uh, make money off of that um but, but that's what it it doesn't from my understanding it doesn't seem like there's uh at least for the way it works right now there's no like price difference depending on like what player it is um now that's that's I could see that being brought up, especially since all of this is going to be very fresh. Like obviously a player, like you said, egos, um, obviously a player like, uh, like if you think back to Johnny Manziel, I can only imagine him wanting more money than the, uh, average lineman from Iowa state. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's,
1: there's that's a big difference though. There's a fundamental difference between the college and pro game though. And that is the, uh, pros get paid. To do what they're doing, and so this is just extra income, right? Okay, it's not something that's like, oh, kids aren't getting really paid in college, and I'm gonna be honest, I'm not for like college athletes being paid, but like the fact that they're not able to go sign autographs for forty bucks a piece is absolutely insane to me, like the fact that these kids haven't been able to like use their platform that they have. Rightfully got. Like, they earned a scholarship. They work their tails off every day, like, to be the level of great that they are. And for them not to be able to, like, stream on Twitch and keep their donos yeah, is absurd. It just shows how bad the NCAA is. But that is a discussion for a different day. <laughs> um, a big thing also with these games is... We've seen that there's been like um, they're going to be released on the new gens, uh, like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Um, but do you think it's going to be released on PC? I personally do, but what do you think?
0: I'm in the I'm in a similar camp. I'm not going to lie to you. I am my initial reaction when I saw the announcement because they didn't include the fact that it would be released on PC. They just said the words next gen. So. You know, obviously the consoles are included there. My, my brain <laughs> went to the, like, ah, EA's going to screw us. That's where my brain went. I'm like, ah, cool, I guess I'm going to have to buy a console. But it, it, I they should they should release it on PC. A lot of, um, like, we just get into PC gaming here for a moment. Uh, EA's moved a ton of their games off of, or not off of, but from their own platform origin over to the more popular um, PC gaming platform, Steam. And you see them pushing... Um, a lot of their games um, onto PC. So I I do expect this to be on PC. Um, And hopefully we get a very similar experience. Sometimes you don't always get that with Madden, so.
1: Right. When they say that it's, like, the next gen, I imagine they're just saying that they're using, like, um, like an engine that is. branding. Right. Yeah. They're just saying that, like, the whatever, like, engine they're running it in and, like, it's gonna be able to perform well on the next generation consoles and it's made for those consoles. Yeah. And what that's really saying is, haha, if you own a PS four, you suck. And yeah. that's really that's really what I think when people are like, Oh yeah, it's next gen gaming are really saying.
0: I guess I didn't but, think about that. You're right. We're we are in that stage. We're in the very early stages of the console move over. People are getting rid of their older consoles. When you say next gen, it's like duh, we're not there's no simul release. We're we are pushing this to new platforms should be on pc right
1: i I completely i completely agree okay and so to kind of end off this uh conversation about the college football game what are you most excited for so i'm
0: right i think we talked about this in the last episode just a little bit where where our fandoms are from i'm a big michigan football fan i am going to be so excited to see the stadium just, just the whole, the whole everything, the whole package. Just that's the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm probably just gonna immediately hop into a play now game and just, and just soak in the, the kind of the environment of being in uh, the big house again inside of a video game.
1: Yeah, it's, it's gonna be so cool. I don't have an allegiance to a football team like that, but if it was a basketball game, like being able just to go and play in like Assembly Hall is so, something so cool, and like. Is completely awesome. Two K needs Two
0: K needs to get on that. We need we need Two K um, college basketball. We do. We
1: we didn't talk about this, and I'm gonna bring this up. We are bashing Madden for only being for Ultimate Team. However, when we talk about this, and we both highly like respect Two K, yeah, and what they do with their basketball games. But they've been completely ignoring their franchise modes, and they've been completely ignoring almost everything other than um, what is it? My team? No, it's not even that. My career has also become so much less than what it used to be, and
0: mainly that single player thing. You have like the, um, it's almost like a freaking MMORPG where you go online and you you interact with real people, and you're just making your character better. That's that's what two K is kind of devolved it into they made a really 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 good um it's not is it franchise my league it's called my league you're They right. made a really 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 good my league but you're right it has not really been altered it's the or same. in a while
1: yes. yes it's the same with different draft prospects and the game might have a different uh, menus and stuff but if you just see all kinds of creators who use it and like that's what their youtube channels and people who play it like there's nothing new yeah like there's nothing like crazy different about those games and so we've on madden for not being deep and not being that but i think they're just going to where their money is to be completely honest and i think play like game like a game like 2k does that as well to be correct personally honest yes. just because that's where the profit of their game comes from
0: you're correct sports games have definitely settled in their uh in their kind of happy spaces and they're just coasting and it's it's truly just a lack of competition there's no need for innovation there's no need for change in madden or 2k because what is nba live going to be a thing no uh you know nobody else is allowed to make a um nfl licensed simulation football game because of the agreement that ea has with the the nfl so yeah it's just the world we're kind of living in i guess we're we're hope we're hoping good things for the this EA College Football game. I'm hoping Truly. I'm hoping it can change. I'm hoping we can we can just kind of different direction altogether.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you.
0: All right, do we want to kind of move into uh, our next topic here? We got a little bit of NFL news and trades.
1: Yeah. Uh, so since the last episode, I don't believe we talked about it. Um, Jared Goff. Was traded to the Detroit Lions along with I think a couple first and a third round pick,
0: future picks. But yes, right yep. for
1: Matt Stafford. Yep. Um, to go to the L.A. Rams, which is blockbuster. It's
0: a crazy. That's trade. big. Yeah.
1: So what? What initial thoughts? Because you know you got to be a little bit loyal to your your Detroit and your Michigan places. What do you? What are you saying as a, I have to be a Detroit Lions fan? What do you think?
0: My initial reaction is I'm very, very, very happy for Stafford because I think he he has shown so much dedication to the Lions, and I don't think this was an easy move for him to make. I think this was a really, really hard move for him and his family to leave Detroit because of the amount of time they've put in here. Uh, but I genuinely believe that he can go and win some football games for L.A., and I think he's going to a good team. Now, the other side of it, Um, I don't know what to think of golf for the lions. I mean, the lions have a lot of new things that are going to be happening with them, especially with head brand new head coach. Um, you know, how is cap (laughs) Biter Detroit motor city, Dan Campbell. (laughs) Right. So how is golf going to fit into that? I have no clue. And especially since you could tell the relationship between golf and McVay kind of teetered or just the whole organization. You could say they, they weren't really trusting him towards the end. Um, I know. No, he came out and
1: talked about that, too. He's like, you know, I just wasn't in the right place. They didn't want me anymore. And he's like, it's kind of nice to go to a place that he's he's wanted. And if I'm being honest, I could still see the Lions drafting a quarterback in the first round. Okay. So, the That's Lions, rough. I think, are going to be what the Lions are. And hopefully their culture changes. It would be cool to see the Lions be good. I mean... Yeah. I think the best season the Lions have had in a while was the year they went like eleven and five, and that's when like I think Stafford had like a top ten defense on on his team, and he has the best defense probably in the league on his team now. Yeah. I think Stafford's going to make that team so so much better, and I think he's the front runner of that conference now um, with the. I believe that's the 49ers, the Seahawks and the cards cards. Yeah. I think they're the front runner in that now.
0: Okay.
1: Because Jared Goff has limitations and we saw it. I mean, Jared Goff for the first 3 years of his career was a bust when he was under um who was that? Jeff Fisher? I believe. And so, McVeigh came in, transformed the offense. And then the year that Jared Goff had that was great was on truly the backs of Todd Gurley. Todd mm-hmm. Gurley was the best player, the best offensive player in the league that year. Mm-hmm. And so when you have to put eight guys in the box, because if you don't, Todd Gurley's running for 30 yards on you, it kind of leaves your receivers wide open. And the only thing that I will say for um, the Rams is I think they need to get more explosive on the outsides. Because I just don't think they have the receiving talent that they need. I mean, Robert Woods and is okay. Cooper Cup is a really good receiver, but I think you're going to need someone big. Someone like a really, really, really like um, explosive on the outside. Maybe okay. a trade for like a Julio Jones or <laughs> you know something like that. You know, I think you're going to need a, a playmaker. Okay. Or maybe they go in this draft and get a a big guy like a big receiver because there's this is a really good receiving class i think a couple receivers might be able to fall to them late in the first yeah but jokes on them they don't have a first round pick this year so we'll see Yeah, we will see
0: um we can kind of move on here there's a there's a handful of quarterbacks that are uh you know maybe we don't at this point in the season this is right before the super bowl um we don't exactly know where they're going to end up um you know there's a lot of talk about either uh, them wanting to be traded or the front office wanting to trade them we can just kind of go through them we'll start here with uh, Aaron Rodgers
1: he um, will be a packer
0: that's what i'm thinking too there's a lot of talk about either him wanting to leave, or him wanting to stick it to the front office, or the front office wanting him to get out. I I think he's going to be in a Packers jersey next year.
1: I do too, at least next year. Yeah, I think next year, and I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to them and saying, "Hey, you're going to build a team around me, and we're gonna we're actually going to get me somebody to help me out so that I don't lose in another conference championship." Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if that might that might even be an ultimatum of like, "Hey, I'm not playing for you next year if you're not doing this for me." Because Aaron has, like, expressed that he wants to be in Green Bay. Yeah. And he wants to, like, stay there, like, you know, Dirk, Kobe. Yeah. Like, all of those people. And it's going to be on the Packers. But the Packers are a cheap organization who Mm -hmm. are stubborn and free agents don't want to go there. So do they ever get over the hump? I'm not so sure yeah I don't but know uh, yeah, he's gonna be in a Packers uniform I think next year okay and I think the year after that is gonna be the real spicy year for Aaron Rodgers
0: okay because it does it definitely feels like an unhappy marriage it looks like it looks like you have some um all like different differing of opinions of like where where they want to take the franchise I mean especially with this the pick they took last year trading up to get Jordan love. Rather than bolstering the team down and trying to win, you know, rather yeah, than getting like a weapon or like a T. Like a, Higgins
1: or a, for um the Bengals was available and he's a stud.
0: Yeah, yeah, or or uh, uh, I mean they had issues on their defensive line, didn't they?
1: Yeah, their defense is okay, but it needs it's got holes.
0: Yeah, so it just it, yeah, I agree. I expect him to see. I expect to see him in Green Bay a little bit longer, but you could definitely. The tensions probably rising year after year because it looks like they have they're just going different directions.
1: So yeah, just imagine having a well, I'm gonna say he's probably this year's MVP. Yeah. In your building, and you're like, let's see what else we can do. Absolutely <laughs> crazy to me, and just talks about yeah. like a lack of dedication to win, which yeah. just blows my mind. Yeah. But. The next guy we have is Deshaun Watson, um, for the Texans. We're now hearing a lot of rumors of them not wanting to trade him, or it's going to take two first rounders, two second rounders, and two defensive players for him.
0: Heck, it wasn't a rumor. The the GM just straight up came out and was like, "We're not, we're not interested in trading the player." Those were his words.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think you have to say that as like an incoming GM. Okay. Because if not, let's, let's put this into comparison. So another quarterback that's actually, I think, going to get moved relatively soon is Carson Wentz because of all the reports that are coming out right now about Carson Wentz. Yep. Take, a, take their two situations. Carson Wentz said, hey, I won out. I'm no longer playing for you. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in Philly. I don't want whoever you're bringing in. Like I don't want to play for this organization anymore right. And then you have Deshaun Watson doing the exact same thing. But when you when you when you look at him, right now Carson Wentz is broken. Yeah. Like a lot of people are talking about how he's not the same quarterback or that year was a fluke or he just doesn't have it. There's something mentally not clicking with him right now. And then you have Deshaun Watson who is in like the Wrong top one. five quarterbacks in the NFL right now? Yeah, definitely. And who was very not vocal about it until he it was he was unhappy and then weeks later came out and said that he wanted a trade. And so you see kinda of how like they, they both handled it. Carson Wentz has come out and just said, No, I'm not I'm not doing this. Yeah. Okay. And now it's just now Deshaun Watson's doing this. And so you're kinda of looking at it. And it's crazy to me. I think a team is going to throw a whole lot at the the Texans. And I think it would be smart of the Texans to take a lot of assets to fix that team because it's bad. And you don't want a quarterback who doesn't want to play for you. That's just a culture thing. And I think he'll be in a new uniform next year. But I think it's going to take an awful lot to get him, but quarterbacks winning games in the NFL and I think that's really important
0: yes I I expect to see Deshaun Watson out of there I mean with everything that's happened zero interest to want to kind of hang around anymore not to mention with the fact that you, you think it'd be smart as far as um the GM's concerned to like move him because you just need you need you need some picks I mean yeah Bill O'Brien left you with nothing Literally a
1: third rounder that he got for the second best receiver in the league. All
0: right. That's just honestly funny. But yeah, you you base, if there was any franchises you're looking in, you're coming in that you should probably just blow it up. It's probably Houston because you have a bunch of unhappy players. You have absolutely zero draft capital. You you just restart.
1: Yep. Reset. Reset. Reset.
0: All right. Next, we can kind of move on here to um, Derek Carr. I think there was some some rumors coming up that he he might have been available as as a trade. Yeah. Of, um,
1: o- I think that was Oakland. really.
0: I just Deshaun said Oakland. <laughs> I just said Oakland.
1: Las Vegas. Las it's Vegas. Re- it's, re- it's recent. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Derek Carr is going to go anywhere. Okay. I don't know if anybody really wants Derek Carr. Okay. I mean, the last Carr brother that played for Houston, his career was ended super early because the Houston's just sucked. <laughs> um, rest in peace, David Carr, who's yeah. still alive, but his career was <laughs> right dead before it started. Rest in peace, his career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I think there was a couple of rumors. I don't think he's on the market right now. Um, he could be, but I just don't think there's suitors for him. Okay. Um. And to wrap back to Carson Wentz, um, right now there's a bunch of reports that like are a day old, um, and today is the sixth of February, yep. and um, that he's likely to get traded soon. And the front runners right now are the Colts, um, which I think is a great situation for Wentz. He's going to be protected, and maybe Frank Reich, who was a previous. Uh, offensive coordinator for him, can kind of get him in the right mindset to where he needs to be. But if another team, let's say the Bears, come in there and swoop him up, I think that leaves Indy in a really vulnerable place. And then I think you can start talking about Derek Carr maybe to Indy. Okay. Because Indy needs a quarterback, and I don't think they want a rookie. No. No. No, I don't either. I that team is built to win. They have a good defense. They have a good offensive line. They need to get a. Uh, they need to get uh, another receiver. Ty is good, but Ty is getting old. And I think there's another guy, Christian, maybe Pitt. I don't remember. Oh, I do not know Pittman. It so was Pittman. This. He was from I think USC or something like that. And he's it's Michael Pittman. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Pittman. Michael Pittman Kay. Jr. Yeah, okay. I got you. And um, they need to get more explosive on the outside, and they're gonna be some, there's going to be some wide receivers out, out in the free agency. So it'll be exciting. I think Carson Wentz is a good fit there, but I think they're going to be in deep trouble if they don't get Wentz because they were out of the Stafford race, and I think that was their first choice, to be completely honest
0: yeah well yeah as you heard i think uh the colts were very interested in stafford and then the rams basically just dropped a bomb and the colts were like i know Uh uh-uh
1: yeah i'll give you a starting quarterback Uh two first round picks and the third for yours yeah like the lions would have been that the lions would have lied that if they didn't take that pick like take that deal (laughs) you know what i mean yes like yes it's crazy Also, another guy that was rumored to be maybe coming back to the NFL was Andrew Luck. but He kind of, talked, sort
0: of, not at all. Not even a little it, bit. Not bad. even going to happen. No. By the time we're
1: talking about this, it came out that the guy was quote-unquote hacked, which he wasn't. I think people struggle to realize that when people retire early, that, like, Oh, luck could come back, and they could be a Super Bowl team. They could be favorites, maybe. That's not true because Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs exist. But it'd be that good he team. would be a lot better with Andrew Luck. Yes, it'd be much, but be- I mean
0: that's what they're missing. I mean, imagine that team with Andrew Luck right now. They're missing a they're missing a dude at quarterback. really a stud at quarterback, and an immediate championship contender. But yeah, yeah, no, that, it was a weird story that kind of developed and died all within like hours a day. Yeah, it was literally a day.
1: It came out and then it was like, and no, that's dead.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was interesting if you, if you were like, if you were watching it, like as it was kind of unfolding, it was very, <laughs> those texts were hilarious.
1: But what Jimmy from the cold? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Jim, Jim. Jim. Jim yeah. Jimmy yeah. My yeah. Guy yeah,
0: yeah anyway.
1: My dude, thanks for that twenty five million. You actually have a team? You think I can come back? You want me? Like you know I'm, I'm down to another contract, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking at forty a year, forty he comes, million a year.
0: Comes back and he's just a ripped jack.
1: Nah, it no. From what I understand, Andrew Luck was a high sought out like engineer coming from Stanford and he's like a brilliant person and so more power to him to stay out of football to take his wealth and I guess he started a family more power to that guy what an
0: insane guy
1: by insane I just mean like the ta- like talented I guess bro I see just... all of these talented people and I'm like wow I'm so untalented <laughs> <laughs> like I watch someone play something like a an, an instrument right or like I hear someone sing and I'm like Wow, you are so gifted, and I'm so lame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suck. <laughs>
0: that's why that's, that's, a, that's why he went to Stanford, and we went to Ball State.
1: True. I wasn't <laughs> recruited for anything. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the Super Bowl is tomorrow. Yes. Um predictions let's start with that what you got
0: uh i'm stuck my i want to say that the Chiefs should win there's no way the Chiefs shouldn't win in my mind i think they're going to bring it their game plan is going to be good and even if they're put back in a corner i don't see how they don't come out as victors unless obviously Mahomes um, got injured or something. That's the only way I would see them losing. But I, I expect them to, to put a complete football game together, and I expect them to take this. But if there was anybody ever who could who could take down the most likely victor, it would be a Tom Brady-led football team. Um, right.
1: I was saying Eli Manning-led football team, but that's just me.
0: No, of course, <laughs> right. But Eli Manning, <laughs> <laughs> <He>, of course. <laughs> Of course, no, but it's just it's it's hard to bet against Brady, man. I mean, how many times during his career with the Patriots did we look at him and be like, oh, man, it's done. It's all over with. We're done. He's done. We're moving on. And bang, he's back in another Super Bowl.
1: I completely agree. And the Chiefs are going to have a little bit of problems, I think, with that uh, defensive line. Um, just because, you know, their left tackle, uh, Eric Fisher, I think, is out with an Achilles. Okay. Um, So they're going to have a... Uh, that's, a a rushing, in there.
0: that's a good rushing. That's a good rushing D line, too. So. Yeah,
1: and there and Peter, Peter I think is actually in there, and he's a good like run stopper. But I, I've said it all year. People have called me crazy. People have doubted me. People have called me names. Call me a bandwagon. <laughs> it's it's the Chiefs and. The reason it's the Chiefs is like, oh, it's cool. Tom Brady, you know, in an instant could bring something back, but no, he's gonna need a drive. He's gonna need a drive to do something. He's gonna need a like a a, a certain amount of time to to bring bring back a game, and it doesn't matter for the Chiefs. It literally, you could have thirty five seconds on the on the left on the game, and some way somehow Patrick Mahomes and that team makes makes a play. They make plays. And not only do they make plays, they make explosive big plays. Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't do the little, I'm dumping off here, I'm dumping off there, which Brady has done for the last 10 years of his career. This year has been like the first year that you've actually seen, I think, a deep game from him. Yeah. But saying. I watched them play Green Bay, and Green Bay isn't half of the football team I think the Chiefs are. If Brady throws three picks, that's twenty-one points on the board. Yup. Brady can't throw that many picks, and I don't think Green Bay's defense was great.
0: Oh, they weren't. They were bad picks. They were bad throws. They were terrible. Yeah.
1: And they let that defensive line get to Tom Brady.
0: I guess besides the one that went right off his, there was the one that went right off his receiver's hands, if you remember. But right. Yes. No. They were. He threw some bad picks, and they the. The Packers did not capitalize enough on their off for their like their chances there because they definitely could have taken that game.
1: Yeah, and you look at it, man, and you're you can be like, oh well, that's how good the Tampa Bay defense is, and I'm that's fine. The Tampa Bay defense is really really good, but outside of uh, Devonte Adams, who's on that team other than Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones got hurt. He wasn't playing. That was their stud running back. You're going to tell me um, – uh, what's his name? Lazard the Lizard is even in the same breath of Tyreek Hill? <laughs> the Lizard.
0: Or uh, Nicole yeah. Hartman? No,
1: not even. Or Travis Kelsey? No. Like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. and But, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes does get hurt, I can see, you know, that's – anything is possible, but
0: – I mean, it's the same game plan. He's going to run the same game plan, you know? Absolutely. Hennie's, Hennie's
1: Hopefully it's in the fourth quarter and you have a lead.
0: Henny's going to go out there and fight for a
1: contract. No, he's not. But <laughs> um, It's hard. You don't want to root. You do want to root because it, he's been so successful, and so you want to root against him, but it's hard to do it. And he's never had this much talent around him, which is true. But again, if that defensive line of Green Bay was giving them fits, no one on that defensive line in Green Bay is as good as Chris Jones, who plays on the D line of uh, the Chiefs, and or Fran Clark. Yeah, you got Fran Clark. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna eat him alive. Yeah. And so, I I think you've been it's been shown that I don't think the Bucks know how to manage a game. I agree. And if and if it's coaching that wins this, I think the Chiefs win it by thirty. Yeah, okay. I love Bruce Arians. Uh, uh, Leftwich has done a good job as the OC there. Bulls has been tremendous on the defense because they have studs on the defense. But I'm taking I'm taking Big Red every day. I'm taking Andy Reid every day of the week. I'm taking the best quarterback that I've ever seen play football. Patrick Mahomes, just for people who didn't know, <laughs> not Does the goat he, yet. Give him, give him. But some the best, he'll
0: get there, man. He will. Maybe, he will maybe be. he
1: might be the goat. I mean, he might become the goat one day. But right, he is the best quarterback that I've ever seen play football.
0: It's going to be really tough for him. I personally think to put up like goat style status quarterback numbers that you know are going to rival that of like Tom Brady. I but don't. He's
1: going to blow all of Tom Brady's stats out of the water. The only thing well, that he's not gonna have is he might not get to uh get six rings. That's what I was rings. gonna
0: say. That's what I that's what I meant by by numbers. If he beats Tom know. Brady
1: this time, he it's a lot easier not to win as many rings, but he dethroned Brady. It's gonna it's a, a whole narrative thing, man. Is what it'll come down to. And I mean, right now he's two for three in Super Bowls.
0: Oh no, yeah. I I totally get where you're coming from it i was literally just kind of talking raw numbers towards how many times is he going to show up to a super bowl or a conference championship i we just don't know where that's gonna go i do think it'll be very easy as his career goes on so i barring any injury he will settle into like uh because he's we don't really see physically guys like patrick mahomes like he really is a kind of a weirdo in a way where he's able to do what he's able to do on the field, you don't see that from
1: anybody he's else. He's literally the greatest quarterback I've ever watched play football. Yeah, that's what's going am saying. And I'm, I'm saying far. that because, like, from mechanics to intelligence to um, game knowledge to all of that, he's everything. Tom Brady isn't the athlete Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah, no, not Tom at all. Tom Brady doesn't have the arm that Patrick Mah- Mahomes has. And so, like, you think about all of those things – and i think the chiefs have an understanding of how they're going to build their teams and how to build a team around patrick mahomes and if you have andy Reid, i think you know you're you're destined for success and i mean the afc is a grind but they lost one game this year really man people were like oh yeah they lost a couple of games their starters didn't play in week 17 yeah or 16 it's 17 i think because of the one week bye but they didn't they didn't play they lost one game to the Raiders. It was the only game they lost. So this is a rematch, by the way. They played earlier in the season. And in the first quarter, Tyreek Hill had seven catches for 203 yards and three touchdowns. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you tell me Tampa Bay has a, cha- a chance in this game. I, I don't know how you tell me that. They, Tampa Bay could be up 25, and I'm still watching the game to the end, which I wouldn't normally do, but because it's the Chiefs. No. Oh, Everybody said this last year, man. If you remember the, the narrative that was going in with the San Fran team, they were studs on the defense. And, like, their lines were just so much better than both of the uh, Chiefs' lines. But it doesn't matter because they have Patrick Mahomes. Yes. I think it's going to so. be the Chiefs, but I can also see the Bucks doing it. I think if the Chiefs win for their franchise, I think it's going to be huge for them. I think it's just like they're in the, they're in the right direction. They're just going to keep chugging along. You're going to have players who are going to start wanting to go there. They'll probably play at less rates, like less pay, just because they get a chance to go play with Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, that offense— Oh, yeah. And know that hey, we have a chance to win that every year. Oh yes. Same thing with, same thing with Brady. I think Brady's always going to have that until he leaves, unless he just falls completely off a cliff. Mm-hmm. But if they do it, people are going to go down to Tampa. Uh, and how, how they're much gonna time do you think?
0: How much time? You, I mean, uh, Brady wants to play for as long as he can physically play, but what do you think when, when Brady's gone what do you think the Bucks are gonna like are they gonna try to transition the success they have now into another player do you think it's it's just not gonna work out as well
1: I have no idea I have no idea because I think when Tom Brady calls it quits Bruce Arians might call it quits
0: okay Guess I was gonna say not so much on the lines of uh, or along the lines of Bruce Arians but I, I think when Tom Brady leaves that place they're not gonna be that great I don't
1: I don't know if, I no. if they're building a culture there I, I have no idea okay it yeah, is a lot that goes n- into. I have you know. no idea because who knows? Tom Brady plays for 10 more years. <laughs> like, who actually knows? I don't right. see him like that because his arm isn't as strong as it used to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, the man and is How old is he?
1: He's like 40 something. i 45. He probably is. Um But really,
0: my guy's 43 years old.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. That's absolutely insane. That he's been able to, like, have this success this late into his career. Just
0: perspective. Like, Bree's just retired, right? He's 42. And yeah. Brady's, Brady's looking at, like, yeah, no, I got, I got some years left. We got some years left. Yeah, you know, This is what you expect out of a quarterback that's, like, mid-late it, 30s, you know?
1: Yeah, if you look at it. Breeze is forty two, can't doesn't throw the ball as far as he did, but think about all the injuries Breeze has had, especially like well, on the shoulder. Without a doubt. When,
0: Different quarterback like Brady hasn't been hit nearly as hard as other the quarterbacks. Only, like, retired the only like big
1: injury he had was in like what, oh seven? It was earlier. When yeah. he it was the ACL. He got an he tore his ACL and Matt Castle came in, then got a starting job, then was out of the league in a couple years. And so he's not been There hasn't been damage to his arms, and I think that's a really big thing because I think you are done being a quarterback when you just don't have it in your arm anymore. Yeah. And so, because even Breeze has the mind. I mean, they're probably better quarterbacks now than they were when they were younger just because they've seen defenses, they know Uh, what to do. Experience and all that. Their body is just not there anymore. Absolutely. And so... Yeah, in way. he had that ACL He'll tear. He'll know when he's done. He'll know when he's done. Yeah. It was 08, you said?
0: 08, yep, September 7th, 2008. Knee ACL tear, grade three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, other than that, there haven't been any crazy. I guess he had a foot fracture in 010. 010? 2010.
1: Yeah, that's nothing. That's not it your It
0: wasn't. Arm. Yeah, no, they didn't. Right, of course. He, he, and I it's guess 2021. In so 19... if we want to
1: talk about an injury 11 years ago, you know what I mean?
0: In 19, he did have an elbow sprain on his throwing arm, and his... That's probably nothing.
1: I mean, it's a sprain. It's not like he like, tore his elbow up. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't miss anything.
0: Yes. No. He No, nothing. He is... For a quarterback that has played as long as he has, it's kind of insane the lack of injuries. Yes, smart dude,
1: smart dude. So, to move on a little bit though, so out, off of the Super Bowl, yeah, uh, there've been a couple, a little bit more news that's coming out about uh, Trevor Lawrence, who is unequivocally, undoubtedly, undoubtedly the first pick this year. <laughs> But you have a couple people like Joe Theisman and Brett Favre coming out and saying, Yeah, I wouldn't pick him first. How do you feel about it?
0: I mean, it's it's not like these guys aren't respectable people, especially for what they've accomplished in their lives. But I, I don't I don't know if I trust it at all, really. I think I think as you were just saying there as you were describing it, Trevor Lawrence is the number one overall pick and he's going to be picked number one overall because if you're passing on Trevor Lawrence, you're probably passing not probably, you are passing on winning games down the future in the line for your franchise. That yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback. He is a guy that you you're going to take in and you're going to grow and you're going to he's
1: going to be the face of your franchise. That's right. Trevor Lawrence. In the Midwest we have a game, it's called Euchre. And Some people will know it, some people won't. But in Euchre, there's something that's called a kitty. And when you turn the top card up on the kitty, um, you are uh, calling a a suit and picking that card up into your hand. And we have a saying that says, you turn down a bower, you lose for an hour. Bower is the top cards in the game. You turn down on Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be the exact same conversation we're having with Patrick Mahomes. We didn't know Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes at the time, but we know Trevor Lawrence is good. Yes. And we know that Trevor Lawrence not only is a great quarterback who has solid mechanics and a solid head on his shoulders, but as you can see, he's like a great leader of people and a great leader of men. Like, you saw Trevor Lawrence push the NCAA to play this year. Mm -hmm. And you might have some people say, oh, it's for personal gain. And maybe, maybe, but Trevor Lawrence was going to be the first-round pick, first pick of this NFL draft, whether he played or not.
0: Yeah,
1: Trevor Lawrence was going to be the first-round pick when he went to Clemson. Like, that's just how it works. Yes, and I, so
0: I think it's kind of crazy as far as quarterbacks go. Brett Favre and now you said Joe Theismann, right? They're talking about taking that BYU quarterback.
1: Yeah, Zach Wilson. Over right, uh,
0: yeah. Which, I mean, not that Zach Wilson doesn't look like a good quarterback, might have some success in the NFL, but I mean, if you just want to talk about who's proven themselves on competition big stages, bro. yeah, competition. Not that the ACC is the greatest conference in the world, but Trevor Lawrence has beat the best of the best One, at the daddy. end of the season.
1: I beat mean,
0: Nick Saban. I mean, I, I beat just, Ohio
1: State. Yes.
0: I. Jack the Jacksonville Jaguars will be taking. With the first
1: overall pick yes. in a 2021 NFL jo- yes. draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Can we move on to the second pick? <laughs> like it's not even it's not even a question, and yeah. if it is, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the Jacksonville Jaguars deserve to lose. BYU this year was an underrated team that everybody thought should have a shot at playing in the title and like playing for something. BYU went and beat up on all these terrible mid mid level D one schools. Yep. That they play. And a lot of them probably don't even deserve to be a D one school. Hashtag ball state. Like
0: (laughs) they won the So of course
1: yeah, Woo-hoo. nobody in the ball Mac game? deserves it. No one in the Mac deserves to No one in the Mac deserves to be in the <laughs> division one. Don't at <laughs> me. But you see him, and you see these people put up big numbers against nobodies. It's one of the biggest things about Jordan Love when Jordan Love was coming out last year. He has so much talent, so much arm talent. Same as Zach. I think his name's Zach Smith. Yeah. I think so, too. And, um... Oh, Wilson. Wilson. Zach Wilson.
0: Ah, good. I gotta look it up. I'm pretty sure it's Zach Wilson.
1: Something like that. Sorry, dude, if you turn out to be good. Um, It's Zach Wilson. Not, not that you're gonna listen to this podcast oh, or care about our opinion. Good.
0: I think this is the first time i ever just actually looked at picture. He looks like he's, like, 16. Yeah, he looks 12. He's got
1: baby face. But they... He looks 12. But they didn't play anybody. Uh, and they're not pushed... And when they are pushed, you see them make bad decisions because the game's not coming easily to them. And when you go to the National Football League, you are going to the top-tier athletes, the top-tier football minds, and people who do this for a living to provide for their families who work every day to become better at their craft. Not saying that Zach Wilson couldn't do it because you don't. who knows what his drive and his motivations are but there is a reason that he didn't play in a title game and that he's not overwhelmingly Trevor Lawrence yes. and so those guys aren't those guys aren't scouts they know the quarterback position and mad respect for them for knowing that but when two out of 3000 say something i just think you kind of blow it off
0: yeah it's probably i mean everybody loves a good clickbaity story don't they true like i don't know i don't i don't don't see much i don't see much uh merit in it to be fair i expect jacksonville to uh to take um to take trevor number one overall here and i guess this can uh segue us into the this was the segment i was gonna talk where i was talking about earlier in the podcast where we are really excited about this is something that we uh we enjoy doing um for like playing any, um, type of like sports game in general, but this is kind of a, a a rebuild of a struggling franchise. Um, and for just kind of makes sense here, we're gonna be doing uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take this.
1: Yeah, so we're big nerds to when it comes to like drafts, <laughs> like and especially myself included, like me specifically. I love the draft. I love watching the NFL draft. I will watch every round of the NFL draft. I'll be excited for the week leading up for it. Same thing with the NBA draft. Not the MLB because no one likes the MLB. but Or the hockey. Like I'm sorry for you hockey fans and baseball fans.
0: Oh, bro. you Too boring. The, well, if you want to talk about drafts, the NHL draft is weird. Whole different conversation, but they, they draft players before they leave college. Yeah. So, I mean, I,
1: baseball, too. Yeah. And baseball has yeah. 85 rounds. Yeah. Um, but 85. in in this segment that we're going to do consistently through our podcast, is we're going to, like Thomas said, we're going to play. We're going to not play, but we're going to take teams who are struggling um, and kind of rebuild them with our thoughts. And from, a, of course, a, a sideline perspective and kind of what we know as fans. Yeah, we're not GMs.
0: Like, right, we're not, and fun, we're not. This is fun to not, toy with, but yeah,
1: we're not like experts by any means. Correct. But we, I think we we have a pretty good under, understanding of football and like talent, and of course we don't we don't get to see them work out every day. We don't get to see their mentalities. We just get to see production. Yeah. And um, so to start it off, um, this year uh, they hired. They made a splash in free agency and a coaching free agency, and they hired Urban Meyer, which I think from both of us, as avid watchers of the Big Ten, know that this is a good hire.
0: Yeah, we spoke you, on this last week. Urban right. Meyer is a very exciting big hire. He's a, he wins everywhere he goes. I ex, we expect him to win here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We ex, I expect wherever Urban Meyer goes, ever Urban Meyer has success because wherever Urban Meyer has gone, he's had success. And so that was the start off, and that's a good A plus to me, A plus. you're going in the right direction. Um, the next thing that the Jacksonville Jaguars have is they have around 75 million dollars in cap space, Woo. which is the highest in the NFL. another pro another that's just another yeah. another good thing. Um, another thing that they have going for them and why it was so easy, I think. I think Jacksonville, if they do this right, will turn around very quickly. Um, is they have the first pick. I believe it's the twenty-fifth. It's like it's between like twenty-fifth to twenty-eighth pick. Um, the thirty-fourth pick and the forty seventh pick. That's four picks in two rounds. And high picks, really. Um which is also good we're only gonna do the first two rounds because they where they can find dra- like draft gyms i watched a lot of tape this past week on a lot of NFL like uh the like uh players who are declared to go to this draft and after I watched numerous hours of someone taking snaps it's just i that's why I'm not paid to do it um, <laughs> I would
0: have wear, wear you out a little bit
1: yeah <laughs> that's funny like i'm just not paid to do it would if i was paid to do it i probably would love it but like i'm just not yeah um they've got good receivers jacksonville does they have good running backs they have a good running back in james robinson who popped off last year yeah. won me a won me a chip in fantasy football from <laughs> if i do so to say they do have good guards too their guards are highly rated on like the pro football uh focus um, efficiency ratings, and they have a decent center. Their center is a free agent this year, and I don't think you waste money on a center, if
0: especially when go. there's a couple good ones. In this I strategy. probably let them
1: walk, okay. and I'm I'm drafting a center. Spoiler alert for a little bit later. Um, when I that was their pros of their like what what's good on their roster right now. Um, and they've got a decent linebacking core. They could use another outside backer, but on in in general, pretty decent core with uh, Miles, uh, Jack, and uh, I don't Schobert, I think I probably butchered that kid that guy's name, but that's the middle linebacker there. Um, to to jump in a little bit and uh, I'll talk with Tommy Thomas uh, about this a little bit. Um, and go back and forth with you. Yeah, yeah. Um. First draft pick, we all know is going to be Trevor Lawrence. Without. We're not even we're not even discussing it. No. So to move on to the twenty fifth to twenty eighth pick, one of the two. It's, it's um, twenty
0: five. It is twenty five. I grabbed it. Hey, let's go. Oh, yeah, I have it right in my yes. notes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: I'm taking Christian. Uh, I think it's Barthmore from Alabama. Okay. You watched him in the title game this year. The kid's a stud. He's really improved his draft stock. He's a run stopper. He's quick. He's explosive for how big he is. Okay. Um he reminds me, he's not I don't think he's as good, but he reminds me a lot of Quentin Williams a couple years ago. Okay. Just a big guy who gets up and out of his stance so fast with so much power. Like it is insane. Okay.
0: And this is we're moving on from the uh the center they have now in free agency. This is we're thinking this is where you'd move for a starter. What's that? Because this is a Barthmore's a center for Alabama, yeah. Tackle. his defensive
1: defensive defensive tackle. tackle. Okay, never mind my bad. Defensive tackle. My bad. My tackle. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I think you need to you need to you need to shore up your run your your run stop defense. Okay. And somebody who can also do both. I think he's going to be good in the run stop stopping the run and plugging up those holes plugging up those those gaps in the middle. Okay. And also being able to get after the quarterback a little bit, which the Jacksonville Jaguars desperately need. Yeah. Desperately need desperately need somebody to go get the quarterback. Um Okay. Moving on to the third the third selection, the third choice with the 34th pick. I do think they should take um a center. Okay. Um and I've got, a, I've got two options here. So the tackles for um, the offensive tackles for the Jaguars are absolutely atrocious. Okay. Cam Robinson and I think it's Jawan Taylor. Jawan Taylor is like in his second year, but I, he regressed a little bit this year. So I don't know if they still have a lot of faith in him, but he's still a young player. I'm out on Cam Robinson. He's a free agent. Let that guy walk. Okay. Better tackles. And you have a lot of you have a lot of a lot of cap space, and you need a tackle you can rely on to protect Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 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 this area, I'm taking and you can, I, there's two ways you can go here. So first, I think you take Landon Dickerson from Alabama. He suffered a knee uh, a tearing of his ACL in the SEC Championship game, and. Um, but he was the best center in college football. Okay. He he won the he won the award. You got to see the little feel good story at the end in the championship game where he came out and actually took a snap. That's cool. And um, good best center in college football, and I think you take him, okay. thirty four. <clears throat> if their intel has him going later because he's projected to be like a first second round pick, if he if he can drop a little bit. And you can take him forty seventh. I probably would too. And the guy I would get his name is Sam Cosme. He's a tackle for Texas. Um, the only downside to Cosme, he came out when, when he was when he uh, got recruited to Texas. Um, he was a big surprise coming out of nowhere. Okay. He was small, and that's still that's the biggest downside to Cosme is that he's a he's a little too small. Okay. Size wise. But, I mean, a year in a, a pro football system, you're going to get big Yeah. with that amount of help. And so to kind of recap on um, – and, and you can tell me what you think here. To recap on their draft picks, I think they go Trevor Lawrence, and they shore up that QB hole. Okay. They go Christian Barthmore, and they get a good defensive tackle. Okay. They not shore up the middle, but get a stud in the middle. To help add ed- their help their edge rushers because if he's a stud needs double team that opens lanes to single coverage on good edge rushers. Yep. Um three. I think they take Landon Dickerson from um, Alabama. Okay. Get a stud in the middle, get someone who can grow with Trevor Lawrence comfortably. Um and he's gonna be able to recognize uh rushes because he's just a he comes from a Alabama puts out football players. That's why you're taking two of them. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and you take out, and, and I think you go get Sam Cosme, and you you get a tackle because you gotta protect him. You got good guards. You got. I think Dickerson is going to be one of the best centers in the NFL. Okay. For a lot of years. Okay. And so I think you go get a tackle to put on the side. And if they do have faith in Jawan Taylor, you maybe you don't take a tackle. But that's just a whole regime thing. Yeah. What they're thinking of him. Of course. And maybe you go get another another edge rusher or you go get another defensive tackle or maybe a cornerback. No. But I think that's all dependent and I'm a big believer you win the game you win football games at the line of scrimmage. Of course. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> um and so that that's um i think that's pretty cut and dry yeah i i like Um, the
0: the uh, one of the worst things you hate to see and i think we saw it with um i mean it's just who the bengals are you saw joe burrow this year if you're not going to protect your quarterback especially your young ridiculously talented quarterback you are just you're you're killing everything um the the idea of of you're picking up trevor lawrence here and then just bolstering down the uh the offensive line is huge um And it'll be big for it'll be big for Jacksonville. I like I like the picks.
1: Yeah, I think it's just gonna be good. Yeah. Get those guys, get a quarterback to come in there and grow with Urban.
0: Yes. You know. Yes, I mean Urban's always been good at man, even if just watching him at Ohio State, Urban never really had the greatest quarterbacks to work with, but he always made them good. I have no doubt that Urban with Trevor is gonna be nothing but fantastic. Successful. Yeah. Fantastic. He made Tim
1: Taylor he made and he made Tim Tebow the best college quarterback to ever play football. Like, yeah. And Tebow has a lot of characteristic traits that are amazing yeah. that make a good leader. But man. But here's the fun part. So I I took a deep dive into the the free agents of um, this coming year. And um, I have I've got I've got three tiers of players who I think. The Jacksonville Jaguars should get. We'll go, we'll start with their first options. Number one, you go get Marcus Williams. I believe he's a saint. They're projected his contract to be around $14.25 uh, million dollars per year, and he's 24 years old. Since he was drafted, he's one of the best, like, safeties in the league, like, n- numerically from uh, the pro, uh, pro football focus. Okay. Um, and that being that age, stud, you have so many more good years of him. Mm -hmm. Get somebody in the back, play some good defense for you. Help, help sure up your secondary, especially in a passing league. Two, Hunter Henry is a tight end for the, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, um, Good tight end. I don't think he's going to move. I think he probably wants to stay in San Diego. My bet. Wow. <laughs> L.A. Oakland. With, right, <laughs> with um, Justin Herbert because I think Herbert's a beast too. And I think it's just about if the cheap Chargers pay him because yeah. the Chargers are historically cheap. Okay. Um, third, who could probably argue to be first, like in importance, I think you should go get Taylor Motton. Moten, he is a offensive tackle um, for the Panthers. He's okay. one of the best. He was young. Um, and he might not move either, but I think you need to throw a lot of money at him to come get him to shore up uh, a side of your offensive line. Okay. If the Dallas Cowboys tell you anything, is that you can be successful with a great offensive line.
0: Without a doubt, yeah.
1: A great offensive line makes it so that you can have a success because if you look at their team, who is more stacked now than it ever has been, but their line is worse, mm-hmm. they still won a couple of football games. Maybe not this year, but last. Um, and then for the fourth of my tier one, there's two. And I think this these five players, I believe they have enough cap to bring all of them in if they're projected, um, what their projected contracts were were correct. Um, they could bring all five of these players in. Um, for uh, the last though of the the first tier picks that I would go after, I'm I'm looking at Shaquille Barrett, who is an edge rusher for the the Bucks, who absolutely mutilated the Packers' offensive line. Yes. Mutilated them. Yes. To go get somebody to go get the quarterback. Okay. And then you can also go get Carl Larson. Lawson. He's a pass rusher for I believe the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to try to keep him, but if I'm him, I'm going somewhere that doesn't have an outside practice facility when <laughs> it's -6 degrees in the Midwest. Um but go get those guys and um to go get after the quarterback. You got to have pass you got to have pass rushers. And that changes your whole team. Your whole team. Okay. You got to get people who can who can get to the quarterback. I didn't talk about it that much, but Hunter Henry. I'm saying go get him because it's really good for young quarterbacks to have a good re- receiving tight end.
0: Yeah, outlet kind of safety blanket.
1: Safety safety blanket, one thousand percent. Got to have somebody you can trust to go get the ball. Yeah. Big big bodies. We we like big bodies. Um, in the second tier of people, I have include I have three tackles. And another safety uh, Justin Simmons, who's 27 years old Who plays for the Denver Broncos Also another stud I would I would probably take Marcus Williams Because he's three years younger Hopefully that means a little bit longer Of a prime with that person mm-hmm. um, Trent Williams Who is one of the best tackles have, have, uh, That is in the game um, He's He's a little bit older But he is still one of the best tackles In the game Top probably five ma and and people are like oh then why why maybe not him well you might go get him but i think he's in a good place because i think he's in san francisco and san francisco is not in a place of a rebuild yeah but it a lot better of a place especially with Kyle Shanahan at the
0: helms they they just need to be that that's just a team that needs to be healthy and they're going to be competing for championships yep
1: yeah 1000% um another one i have is uh, Alejandro Villanueva um, who is one of the best tackles that's been in the game also for a really long time. Um, And Russell Okun, okay. um, who played for the Seahawks, who I think is also going to stay at the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to really prioritize keeping um, Russell Wilson upright. and He's the guy to do it, and yeah. so I think they'll keep him. And then my third guys, who I think if you don't get the, any of the top ones, you need to go after them too. Is you can have a, a linebacker. His name is, is Matt Milano, um, and I think he'd be a good addition to that linebacking core. And Anthony Harris, um, who's twenty nine years old, but also a stud. Okay. And that and that's a lot. That's a lot of names. But what it kind of shows you is that there are so many options.
0: Yeah, with all this cap space too, man.
1: Oh my goodness! Like, the Jacksonville Jaguars, if they do it right, are going to be, I think, one of the most electric and fun teams to watch next year. Yeah, I think they're going to be an interesting story going into next season, without a doubt.
0: I yeah, it'll really come down to. So obviously, these these are interesting players. It'd be cool to see him go after them, especially since it could really, you know, help bring the team together, with this new head coaching hire. But um, it'll be interesting to see how many people want to go out there. Like, if, if people are ready to already be taking a chance on Urban, it's almost like a weird re- recruiting style thing, right? But, like, there's so much new out there that I wonder if there aren't a lot of players that are just kind of, like, skeptical with it all, especially with Jacksonville's history. But
1: here's where I think this is different. Okay. I completely agree with you. Leonard Fournette wanted out. Um, unique uh, Ningwa. I don't know how.
0: You almost had know, it. Ningakwe?
1: There we go. I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, No, I think that's actually correct. Didn't want to be there. Um, And they traded Jalen Ramsey. Didn't want to be there. But that was all under Coughlin and uh, Malone. And that whole regime is out. You want to play in Florida. There's no state tax. You get more money. I think Urban Meyer speaks for himself. I don't think... I think people... And especially if Urban Meyer, and I think he will, will put together a really good uh, coaching staff. Okay. And I think people will want to play for him because I think they're going to be good. I think what they'll need to buy into is if they buy into Trevor Lawrence. But I think if you have a good enough game plan and you've already seen Urban be successful in recruiting, right? I think he'll be successful in recruiting these guys because I think that's where he's going to st- – I think Urban Meyer will thrive in off season because you get to go talk okay. to these dudes. Yeah. You know, you get to pitch to them while you think he's going to have 15 sacks this year in your defensive scheme. Yeah, And also, uh, to finish out um, our episode and just to throw a little bit more spice in there, I think the Jags could also go for one of these uh, big stud wide receivers to give them uh, – Trevor Lawrence, too. They have DJ Shark, who's amazing, and Chenault's good, too. And D.D. Westbrook, who's a free agent, is okay. But go get Chris Godwin.
0: Yeah, right? Stud. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go get Kenny Galladay.
0: Stud. Galladay would be interesting.
1: Who doesn't want to play in Detroit.
0: Dude. And I, I didn't... Duds. I didn't think about this until just right now, but this will make the, if the Jags really do just, like, instant 180, they start winning football games. The AFC South is going to be intense.
1: Yeah, the Titans are good. The Colts are going to be good. And Houston's a dumpster fire.
0: I think so. Houston's going to turn into, like, a whole project thing, and they're probably going to oh, just Oh, they're a dumpster. Suck. They're
1: going to be the Texans of our entire lifetime, except for uh, yeah. Deshaun Watson.
0: That's so crazy. How they built, how they so quickly built that and then just shit it away.
1: Yep, completely gone. Goodness. Okay, completely gone.
0: But yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for this um, this episode too. Here, you got anything more?
1: No. Thank you guys um, for listening. Um, you can follow us on a lot of uh, social medias. Yeah, you get more you socials. You can find us. Yeah, you can find us at Max um, Max fov underscore on Instagram, Max underscore fov on Twitter. Yep. Um, we'll be putting more updates and stuff about when episodes are going live. Um, we also are, are going to be streaming on Twitch at under Max fov. So if you want to come,
0: underscore MaxFOV Is that what that
1: is? Yep. Okay. Not yeah or yeah I think so or it could actually just be MaxFOV I'm not quite sure, but mm. you can find us at Max fov somewhere.
0: Yeah, we do. We do. um, We love sports, but we also do a bunch of stuff, and that's kind of what we do um, under Max FOV. We're kind of just getting into this, so hopefully. We do things
1: we love, and we do things that we're passionate about. Yeah. And we're passionate about sports. We're passionate about technology. We're passionate about video games. So if you want to come build a community with us, we'd love to have you there. And thanks. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.
0: Doses.